You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, where we offer you podcasts of the supernatural and the unexplained. Get ready now for Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. My road hasn't exactly been an easy one. There has been fear and doubt and grief and a whole heck of a lot of pain. But it has all led me here to where I am today, talking to you. Sometimes I think that our worst pain can crack us wide open and let our spirituality or search for the meaning of life begin to grow. I'm the author of We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. And I know that the book has made a difference in many lives, but not as many as this man. 20 million copies of his book, Saved by the Light, have been sold and his story has been made into a movie, viewed over 100 million times. This man is Daniel Brinkley. Daniel is an internationally renowned speaker and author of three books in the field of spirituality, near-death experiences, and end-of-life care. His books are Saved by the Light, At Peace in the Light, and after a third near-death experience, he wrote Secrets of the Light. He's also the founder of the Twilight Brigade, making a profound difference with our veterans, where truly no veteran at the end of their life, will be alone. You can find out more about Danyan at thetwilightbrigade.com. Welcome, Danyan. Sandra, thank you for having me, and thank you for having the courage to step up, especially from a skeptic's point of view, because I have to sincerely say, before being struck by lightning in 1975, I was the ultimate skeptic. (laughs) What do you mean by that? Where were you back in 1975? Where are you from? Well, I'm from South Carolina. I grew up as a jackass, you know, <laughs> tough guy. Okay. Uh, yeah, arrogant, pompous football player. You know, nothing was real and all this stuff was woo-woo and stupid. And then I was in the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. And then I worked contract for various agencies with three-letter words, three letters as opposed to words. And I, I, was, I came home one afternoon after being in Nicaragua, and I was talking, the phone rang, and I went to answer it, and I could hear the thunder, but not quite the lightning at a distance, and Mm -hmm. I picked the phone up, I sat down on the edge of the bed, I picked the phone up, lightning struck the, came down the phone line, hit me in the side of the head, it went down my spine, it welded the nails of the heels of my shoes, my heels and my bath, Weegens was nails. Then I happened to be over the nails that that put the flooring, the wood flooring down. It welded the nails of the heels of my shoes to the nails in the floor. It threw me in the air, suspended me in the air, threw me back down on the bed. I was dead for 28 minutes, completely paralyzed for six days, partially paralyzed for seven months. It took me two years to learn to walk and feed myself. But what I discovered from being burning and on fire and blinded by the ball of fire that came through the room and my burnt my eyes, I could not see, I could not move, and it was like I drank battery acid. And I lifted out of my body. No pain. I could see. I could see the stuff in the room. I could watch the energetic fields that was being produced by everything, especially the plants that were in the room, and how they were being sensitive to me. 
So now, whereas I used to didn't give a crap or pay any attention to plants, now whenever I see a garden or I see a, a plant uh, blooming, I stop, appreciate it, and admire it because I know it appreciates and admires that I appreciate and admire it. But wow. the most amazing thing that happened, Sam, was this. There is no such thing as death. Nobody ever dies. It is a stupid concept. It's stupid. And it creates such a control of our lives. Because now, because of the advancement of medicine, it's no longer whether you're going to die or not. Because in dying, there are three positions. Number one, there is nothing after this. Number two, you're going to hell. Right. Number three, you're going to heaven. But what we have now is this, fear and pain. Mm -hmm. Okay, fear comes in, who knows what the doctor's going to say, and fear because you're either going to go nowhere, heaven or hell, and then the pain that comes with trying to stay alive and trying to survive. What people don't understand is we come here to teach and to learn and it's a growth process. And in this new book, I wrote the, the Light Trilogy, Saved at Peace and Secrets, mm-hmm. because I was trying to give people ideas and concepts to look at it. And I said, why I wrote, this is the reason why I wrote, uh, I wrote Saved by the Light. After my second near-death experience with open-heart surgery, because of the damage done by the lightning to my heart, mm-hmm. 13 years later, I had to have open-heart surgery. And I wasn't going to do it. And my father had called Raymond and Dr. Raymond mm-hmm. Moody yep. because most people don't realize that the hospital they took me to, Raymond was a medical student. And this is before he had published uh, uh, Life After Life. Oh, and he was no. a medical student there. And because I was, uh, when I came to the hospital, patient unconscious, patient not breathing, no EKG. I pretty well tells you where I was mm-hmm. when I got there. And I, I met Raymond, and I, I became enamored with the fact that Raymond was the only person that asked some really sane questions because I didn't talk about it. And I realized there were so many people who had had this experience that people thought they were crazy, how they wouldn't listen to it, and it, they didn't see Jesus, and all that kind of stuff that goes on in a religious candor. Mm-hmm. And so... After the second experience, I came to see Raymond because he said, he said, Dan, stay. I need your help. Raymond was in trouble, Sam. It wasn't like today. Near-death experiences, people are listening. Raymond's entire community, as an MD and a forensic psychiatrist, had turned against him. Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, his, his marriage had broken up. His, his life had come to a halt. He was attacked everywhere. And I took a look and, you know, Raymond and I are good friends. And so I decided to write a book. It was Raymond's idea, but I decided to write a book because somebody had to defend those people who had a story to tell and were afraid to tell it. And when you have a mystical spiritual experience, like a near-death experience, sooner or later you need to talk about it. And as you repress it, it only grows inside of you because you see so much delusion mm-hmm. among people approaching death. And so I got pissy, <laughs> and I decided to write a book. I never knew it was going to become a worldwide international bestseller. Has it ever? I never, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, you know, it, and then it became a movie. The next year, Fox is the highest rated television movie in history. It's been in, I think, 40 countries, seen by 100 million people. Oh and you can watch gosh. it on, And you can watch it on the internet. You can just watch the movie. And I want anybody who goes to watch the movie to realize that I was a thousand times worse than Eric Roberts played me. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you see that Eric Roberts does, take it and measure it by a thousand times. Because look, I grew up a tough guy. Yeah. Marine Corps. I'd hit you in the face. But I discovered that there is a cosmic spiritual world that we all come from. 
and no one ever dies, and we have to get past it. In this new book that Catherine and I are writing, it's called, uh, it's He Said, She Said, but it's 10 things you need to know before you go. And it's just me making fun of everything because most people who know me, when I know I'm not going to die and I know I didn't go to hell the last three times, and they've all missed their chance at me. So everything is just based on how entertaining it is. So I wrote this book that said, what's the number one cause of death in America and most other countries? Big question mark. You turn to the next page. It says, no matter what you thought, the number one cause of death is birth. That's funny. And And then you turn... Then you turn to the next page and it says, remember, if you're breathing, you're leaving. And if you just took a breath, this book is for you. And then it says, the first thing you need to know before you go is you never left heaven. And I go on to explain the reality. And when when a person stops to look at science, science, then there are many facets that you can observe, but one of the most important facets that you observe is you're not really here. Think about this, Mm Sam. You exist because you're a spiritual being. Mm -hmm. Science says you don't exist. You're just a bunch of chemical reactions, and the consciousness exists, exists in the brain. Right. Well, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard. Those are the same people who believe that this is a dead universe, okay? Well, I believe it's a living universe. Mm -hmm. And why? The basic core element in physical matter is an atom. We all know what atoms, we learned about them in the sixth Mm -hmm. grade. We got interested in them in eighth grade science, physics. An atom is 99.9999999998 empty space. The next composition of a physical matter is a molecule. Mm -hmm. It's 98% empty space. The next physical component, especially dealing with a body, is a cell. It's 99% empty space. If you took all the empty space out of every atom, Mm -hmm. every molecule, and every cell of everybody living in the United States, the entire population of America would fit in a matchbox. This is proven science. This is calculated based on that you have 50 trillion cells that are 99% empty. We'll be back with Danian Brinkley in just a moment. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Don't go anywhere. There's more Shades of the Afterlife coming right up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot shades. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. 
Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Dr. Nathan Newman, doctor to top athletes and celebrities, plus creator of stem cell-based Luminesce, is proud to announce a much lower price on his products so more can enjoy a more youthful look. Luminesce is great for women and men on those fine lines, wrinkles, under eye bags, plus great on the neck, forehead, and hands. Dr. Newman, what causes the skin to break down with age? Changes that we start to look on our skin starts actually in our 20s, where we get sun damage and the effects of pollution and our environment start to cause our skin to age and we start to break down the collagen, the elastin, and we get glycation, which is the sugar that we eat, gets stuck within the collagen fibers and makes our skin inflexible. The Luminous Skin Care line does two things. One, it has a reparative effect, so it makes the skin look and feel much better, softer, supple, and more young and smooth, but it also is preventative. So it prevents the skin from the breakdown and the damage that we get from the sun and from the environment and from sugars that we have in our body. Thank you, Dr. Newman. For several years, we have offered Luminous products and decided a price reduction was in order. So more can enjoy the amazing benefits of Dr. Newman's stem cell-based Luminous. Shop now at HealthyLooking.com or call toll-free 800-604-3129. If you would like to try Luminous, how about our starter kit, postage paid for $19.99? See the full line of products from Luminous, plus our starter kit offer at HealthyLooking.com. That's HealthyLooking.com or call 800-604-3129. Luminous from HealthyLooking.com. Hey folks, it's easier than ever to become a Coast to Coast AM insider and have access to past shows, the Art Bell Vault with classic audio and interviews, and so much more. And you can listen to the show live or on demand with your computer or cell phone, and the audio streams are high quality and crystal clear. It's easy to become an insider. Just head on over to coasttocoastam.com, the website, and you'll find all the info right there. That's coasttocoastam.com, coasttocoastam.com. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're with Danian Brinkley, who is just telling us if you take every bit of empty matter out of all of our cells, our molecules, our atoms, the entire population of the United States would fit into a matchbox. Now, when you stop to think about that that's the truth, then where are you really? Mm-hmm. You're still there. You've projected yourself into this consciousness because you want to understand what it's like to be separate from the divine so that you can learn to incorporate through your own kindness and love and support. And we all used to listen to yogis in the 60s say we're all one, we're all connected, but that's only because he was probably so hungry he didn't know the difference. He'd been contemplating his navel, you know, <laughs> sitting in a cave somewhere. <laughs> you know, who the hell wants to believe all that kind of crap? That's funny. You know? And so, but now, uh, because of the Higgs boson, boson particle discovery by CERN, we know they've given God a name, dark matter. Because after you leave our our ionosphere and the stratosphere, the, it's dark out there other than the glow of planets. But that they have proven that we are all suspended in a certain matter and that a certain compositional frequency that does not reflect light or absorb light that we all float in. So that's what's in the space of these this empty uh, atoms, cells, and molecules, uh, atoms, molecules, and cells. So we are scientifically proven to be all connected. And so when you look at it from that point of view, and you stop and realize you cannot disprove it. 
you can have hope and faith, and you can believe all that stuff for the last 2,000 years that you've been told, you know, and you're going to be, if you go to hell, you're going to have torn flesh, and you're going to be tormented and burned, and all of that stuff. And if you look at going to hell in the Bible, I think it was Clement II in the 1320s because Gutenberg had invented the printing press and that became a sin because uh, regular people were not allowed to read the Gospels and they had to interpret it. And Clement II read Dante's Inferno. And he literally, if you read Dante's Inferno and you cut on your your uh, TV on Sunday morning anywhere in the South, you hear the descriptions of hell exactly as if it was you were reading Dante's Inferno. Interesting. Yeah, when you kill me, I get really interested in the subject matter. And if you kill me two or three times, I get to be an expert. I would say so. I want to ask you, Daniel, just some of the stories of what you experienced when you had the near-death experiences. A lot of times people are talking about seeing their their deceased loved ones and angels and uh, life review and do you have any stories that you can share of what you experienced just to give maybe some hope well well, they don't need hope what do they need they just need to listen to people who've been there three times this is where I come from in this land I've had the three one death experience and two near death experiences Mm -hmm. over a 22 year period it's like they have to kill me every 20, 10 or 15 years just to keep me interested. <laughs> I'm bore easy. I know what pain is. Yeah. I know what it's like to live in, and with no chance. I have never been given a chance to survive any of these three incidents. Open heart surgery, brain surgery. Then in 2008, I had to have a massive heart attack and I had to have brain surgery, heart surgery again. Mm. I've never been given a chance to survive these because of the damage done by the lightning. I've survived it. Here's the single most important thing that you take away. Okay. The panoramic life of you. You will see your entire life pass before you in a 360-degree panorama. You have missed nothing. If you think you're a know-it-all now, wait till you're dead. You have you will realize that you limited your skill set, your dynamics, and into a certain place so that you can teach and learn. You're either coming to learn something or you come here to teach something, or in various moments. Sometimes we're learners, sometimes we're teachers. And you'll see your whole life pass before you're in a 360-degree hologram. Second, you will watch it as a second-person point of view, as if you were your own best friend. Mm-hmm. Well, you can look at your whole life and you can say, wow, that was really cool. Or, wow, what in the world were you thinking, fool? Mm-hmm. And and then you literally will become every person that you ever encounter. And you'll feel the direct results of your interaction between you and every person. Not what you meant, but what happened. So the first lesson for everybody to learn is it's never what you do, it's why you do it that you're going to experience. And then last but not least, and this is a Danianism, Mm -hmm. is if God could not come today and God sent you in the life you just reviewed, what difference did you and God make? That is the most important. That's the only thing that's over there that you bring back over here, Sam. That's the only thing. If you, if God could not come today and God sent you in the life you just reviewed, what difference did you and God make? Well, everybody sees their relatives. Everybody, your pets, chickens, <laughs> parakeets, anything that you've ever loved that's ever loved you comes to celebrate you coming home. Oh, good. It's a party. And but so a lady asked me the other day, she says, well, what about the people who were killed in a tsunami that killed 200,000 people in Thailand? Yeah. I said, I said, honey, they don't care how you got back. They just back glad you home. Everybody celebrates your return because it's like the moon mission, you know, like you went to the moon and you came home. It's fine that you went to the moon, but that the, that the craft was able to 
take off, that you're able to be born, and that it was able to splash down and you get out, and they came home safely. That's the way over there it is. This is a chance to become godlike. This is the, if God couldn't come today. So what I decided to do based on that is I decided to become a hospice volunteer. And as being a hospice volunteer, then I could be the difference that God would make in people that were facing going home. So after two years, I've been a hospice volunteer for 38 years. Wow. I have 32,000 hours at the bedside of people in transition, mostly veterans. And my youngest was eight and my oldest was 106. Mm. I've been with 2,008 people going from this world to the next and 340 taking their last breath with me holding their hand. So I'm like a mini doctor in palliative and end-of-life care. I know what people talk about. I know what worries people in transition. Mm -hmm. And when you ask a person in their 80s and 90s, when they're lying there with maybe a day or two days, here's what they talk about saying, it isn't all the mistakes they made or what they didn't, do, what they did wrong. It's about what they didn't do, hmm. what they could have done. It's not that I was a bad person or this. It's what I was too afraid to try, what I did not do when I knew I should have. So everybody needs to stop and think, Sam. Yeah. What are you hiding from? You know, when you come to that place of you get ready to leave, it's not going to be all the mistakes you made and waiting for somebody to forgive you so that you can be accepted into heaven. Mm -hmm. Because that means it's not a fair and just universe. And no one gets away with anything because they're going to have a life of you and become every person they ever encounter. Over there, it's different. There's not words. It's not words that's conveyed. You perceive something, like you wonder about something, and then you conceive the answer, and it becomes a part of you. I mean, I waited 15 years developing a language so I could describe honestly in ways that people could understand it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I'm the least likely person to to be having these kind of conversations. But the panoramic life review is the greatest gift we get from the near-death experience because it gives everybody a reason to change. A reason to when you look at somebody, even if you're angry, you need to think of your intention. Or even if you, if you think you're doing them a favor, but your intention is to show that you're right. Mm -hmm. Happens all the time. I, yeah, that happens all the time, and you think you've done something great till you become that person. Because we don't live and function based on what. We live and function based on why. We're intentional beings. I have a saying, we're all great, powerful, and mighty spiritual beings with dignity, direction, and purpose. Mm -hmm. That means there's only one thing that can ever go wrong in your life. You allowed something to affect your dignity. And in the course of that, you lose your direction, and that begins to affect your purpose. Everybody needs a call, Sam. Mine is at the bedside of veterans in passing, because most of them pass alone. Hospitalized, all they have is the nursing staff. And most World War II veterans have no one left. Mm -hmm. And most people don't want to be around uh, Vietnam because they are bitter. Yeah. Afghanistan and Iraq because they're PTSD, and which is a moral illness, traumatic brain injury. But I'm an old Marine, so I understand it. And I guess I had a little of those problems when I got out of the service, but being crazy, I just didn't have very far to go. So I just, I don't think I noticed it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just was not going to shoot anybody else because I got tired of, after Panoramic Life Review, I got tired of hitting my own self in the face. And so when the person lifts out of their body, the funny part is it's like watching it on TV. You're not really there. And, it's, and you're really of no interest to it. You observe it, but you're not a part of it. And you become keenly aware 
that you're not. Hmm. You know, and I've had three of these. I watched my open heart surgery. We'll be back in just a minute to find out more from Danian Brinkley. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Don't go anywhere. There's more Shades of the Afterlife coming right up. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hey folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM, and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. Every eight minutes, the American Red Cross brings help and hope to people in need. Thanks to the support of everyday heroes like you, the Red Cross is able to respond to disasters big and small, support military families, help ensure that blood is available when needed, and teach life-saving skills like CPR and first aid. Be a hero. Donate today. Visit redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm with Danian Brinkley, who was just telling us how he watched the things that happened to him from outside his body. I watched them cut my chest open and take my heart out. And, you know, all I'd ever seen was Dr. Marcus Wilby, MD. You know, I thought everybody was praying and holding hands and thinking that surgery was the greatest thing. Then came Grey's Anatomy, but when they did the open heart surgery on me in 1989, they were listening to Jimi Hendrix and talking about sex. Oh, my. But I confronted the doctors and the staff about it, and they said, well, you know, the anesthesia uh, allows them to hear what's going on, and then they wanted to know if I had felt pain, and I said no, so they said that was an anesthesiatic reaction. I said, so the anesthesia had me floating above myself? Uh-huh. The chimes, I heard these chimes each time and then back down the tunnel into that place of light. When you hear people talk about saying Buddha, God, Jesus, Mohammed, Allah, Krishna, all that names yep. that they have for that being that they meet. Well, the first time I didn't know who that being was. You know, but you know, it was nice to see somebody in heaven. <laughs> you know, and, and, and it was it was a loving presence. And it was as though I knew that being and that being knew me. Well, let me tell everybody, after three of these puppies, that person you meet on the other side when you get over there is you. You are the being reconnecting with yourself. 
you've never left heaven. It's impossible to do. We hear this story. The greatest of all angels, the morning star, I mean, Satan, Lucifer, Mm -hmm. the devil, Beelzebub. Mm -hmm. You know, when you hear all those names, you have to become absolutely assured that the devil's been in the witness protection program (laughs) because of all those names that they have. So they tell you that the greatest of all angels ran away from heaven and went into the center of the earth and created hell and took a few angels with them. And that's the reason why we all are tempted and the devil made us do it. Mm -hmm. That's stupid. (laughs) Don't even buy it. Whatever goes wrong, you created it to teach something or to learn something. You are responsible for it. Now, Jesus can't save you from your own self. They say, well, you know, you can be saved. The only person that can save you from what you're doing is you. So take responsibility for it. We've created this whole support system which has affected our dignity that we call religion. And I've studied probably 30 major religions. Mm -hmm. They all have basic core belief systems. If you look at Christianity, it's Zoroasterism. And they have a basic core beliefs. I support people's belief in the divinity and sanctity of their works and their ideas. And if they frame it in such a way that a religion suits them, I support that. I'm more like a a spiritualist. Mm -hmm. I believe in the divineness of each of our actions. But I also, based on having these experiences, take responsibility. And now, when I come across something that makes me mad, which is like 400 times a day, Mm -hmm. then I always think of my intention. Why? Why does it make me mad? And then how should I react? Well, I can understand why it makes me mad, because it's delusional. But how I should act should be in grace and love. I've come a long, long, long way, Sam, in 40 years of being at the bedside and observing people, and I've had maybe 120 people be resuscitated. Some were fundamentalist, diehard, Bible-thumping, 80-year-olds that come back, and their belief system has been completely changed. They had a brother or a mother or a sister come. But here's something that's even funnier, saying. Mm-hmm. I have seen people get out of their body and be confused. I have seen the room fill up with light beings. I've never seen an angel. When people talk about angels with wings yeah. and all that kind of stuff, there's no such thing as that. The Bible never describes an angel with wings. It comes from the Renaissance. When we had to be able to create a dimension since heaven is above us and hell is below us, most of the Old Testament was written when the Israelites were captured in Babylon. The only winged creatures that are found of ancients are Babylonian, and they have statues. And that's where the angels, and then they have Apollo from the Greek and Mercury, because they had winged feet. And they were called angels in Hebrew means messenger. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean anything else but that. So I've never seen an angel, but I've seen light beings. What made Saint by the Light probably so funny was is chapter five, the visions, because I was given future visions based on that we did not change. You know, here we sit in the middle of so many of 117. I missed a couple, but I just missed the timing, you know, when it would happen, Mm -hmm. like the bankruptcy of America. I said it would happen around 2000. It didn't happen until 2002, and it didn't take place where we realized until 2007, but it still happened within a year of when I saw it. Mm -hmm. The biggest thing that I had was the environmental religion. Think of this. You go to heaven. You have these visions from these beings of light. They tell you that around 2014, they would come into play uh, an environmental religion. They said it would start in the 90s, okay, in the 90s. Now, all this stuff was written down in 1976, 
Oh. It was started in the 90s, and there'd be a Russian leader that would come forward. So in the 90s came Al Gore and the summit in Rio de Janeiro. And then the Russian leader was Gorbachev, who created Greenpeace. Yeah. But that did not create an environmental religion. And I couldn't imagine an environmental religion because that means we would become pagans. And high in the world is the Catholic Church, the so-called religion of the earth for uh, Western consciousness, become pagans. Well, I didn't know about climate change then. And the Pope is going to turn to the world about uh, climate change. You brought tears to my eyes when you said the person that you meet is you. because It is you. So I live a very spiritual life. And I try, even though very often I can't even remember that I wrote the book and that I'm up to helping people because it, it's so easy for our egos, I think, to get caught up in it. But loving the concept of being responsible takes us out of victim mode. We can lead a much more powerful life. I wanted to ask you something, too, just because there's so many people that have been attracted to my show in particular because their loved ones have either, well, we'll say transitioned instead of dying. But also, there's a lot of people that are faced with their person that they love so much could be close to the end. And there's a lot of pain going on. Can you speak any bit about the pain, suffering, how can we put some of this pain and suffering into, I don't know, make sense of it? And if we do have somebody who's approaching the end of their life here, any just any words of wisdom as you've spent so long by people's bedsides? A person in transition needs three things. Okay. You have to always remember, and this is the, the issue, we have genetic problems. But the food that we eat and the lifestyle that we live create most of that suffering. Okay. You've all done yourself. Smoke too many cigarettes, drink too much liquor. You weren't paying attention to what you were eating. You were not thankful or said the blessing for the food that you eat. You did not set values of each day of what you would achieve. And you end up throwing and casting yourself to the mood that you're in. So much pain and suffering come about in the beginning, San, because of the selfishness of the family who does not want them to leave. They don't really care about what that family member's going through. They're caring about themselves. Oh, isn't that true? I just want to okay. yell amen out to that. But yeah. But it's true. That this is, is the this yep. is the concept. I'm mad at you because I'm going to be abandoned. Right. Please let the doctor do this, do that. Take you apart one piece at a time. Right. Okay, but that's what has to be. But a, a passing person needs three things. What they need most is to be heard. They need open-ended questions so they can talk. They need to know that their life had true value. You think of one little simple thing that they would have never thought of that had helped you and affected your life as you grow up. And then they have peace. People search for peace. Second, they need an art form of which to transition. Not the preacher coming in and praying, but an art form. It's why I created the Twilight Brigade. The Twilight Brigade is a three-day training period that makes you an expert in how to handle a person in transition, whether they're at home or whether they're in a hospital, what and how to say it so that that person has closure. And third, they need permission. It's okay to go. What do you think you didn't get done, and can I help do it? When I say permission, it has a two-way street. Permission is it's okay, mom will be okay, dad will be okay, the kids will be okay. You know, you reassure them that this is a natural cycle in life. If you were born and you're breathing, you're leaving. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> and it's funny, those things. Yeah, you need that. I want you to go back to number two, the art form. I didn't quite get what you mean by that. An art form is this. It's a natural cycle, okay? Yeah. And because the advancements of science... And the advancements of cardiopulmonary resuscitation and the advancements of the chemical nature of understanding the body, we prolong death. Yes. And we'll do it until the fact that we have put them into so much pain and so much anxiety because they're trying to please you. 
not let go and follow the natural course. Now think of this so that everybody who's looking at affordable health care, mm-hmm. think of this. Seventy cents of every dollar in health care is spent in the last six months of life to extend life an average of 16 days. We need to take a quick break, but there is certainly more to come with Danian Brinkley, author of Saved by the Light. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. With the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. So head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. Did you know that tests that could save your life from cancer are now available for little or no cost thanks to the health care law called the Affordable Care Act? Let this be the year you get screening tests that can detect cancer early when it's most treatable. Don't let concerns get in the way. Talk to a doctor or other medical professional to learn more about the best cancer testing options for you. We're happy to let you know that our Coast to Coast AM official YouTube channel has now reached 300,000 subscribers. You can listen to the first hour of recent and past shows all for free. So head on over to coasttocoastam.com and hit the YouTube icon at the top of the page. This is free show audio, so don't wait. coasttocoastam.com is where you want to be. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're here with author Danian Brinkley, who just dropped an amazing, hard to believe statistic with us. 70 cents of every dollar in health care is spent to extend life an average of 16 days. Holy cow. And those are the most horrendous, torturous procedures you can imagine. But we have to grow out of that. Yeah. The near-death experience is not a religious experience. We have it because science and cardiopulmonary resuscitation brings us back. If you want to blame someone for there being so much about the near-death experience, you have to blame doctors. They're the ones that Jesus is doing it. It's the healthcare (laughs) profession. So for all of those who don't believe that people have near-death experiences because scientists and doctors just believe we're a bunch of chemicals, it's their fault. I think God was in heaven 
And she was kind of hanging out and looking at people didn't believe when people came back. So she invented the near-death experience so that the people who least would believe the reality of the existence of the divine right. would be the cause of us coming back from these divine experiences and experiencing that there is not only a life after death, that it is a glorious return home. You go back to the same place you came from. You don't go anywhere different. It's not someplace else. You know, there was a world before this where you were considered precious, wonderful, and loving. Mm. And then you chose and were chosen. The divine architect believed there is no one greater than you to be a representative of them at the exact moment you were born so that you could be admired or find things to admire to be inspired, or to be inspirational. A spiritual being in human form only does four things. Mm -hmm. And every action that you ever take will fit in this heading. Okay. You look at an event to appreciate it, or you do something to be appreciated. We call those acts of kindness. Yeah. You look for things to admire, or you do things that people admire you for. That's repetition appreciation. Okay. You seek to be inspired by watching sports figures, you know, and heroes and Mother Teresa. Or you seek to be inspirational by your acts and kindness and deeds, like a grandmom. She wants to inspire a mom, a dad. They want to inspire their children to be great. Or you aspire, based on appreciation, admiration, and inspiration, you would aspire to do something. If a person can tell me one thing that they do in their life that will not fit in one of those categories, then everything I say, do, and think is just a lie. And you're not a great, powerful, and mighty spiritual being with dignity, direction, and purpose that something's affecting your integrity. Something's affected your dignity. Right. Okay. But if you are fit into that category, then you are a great, powerful, and mighty spiritual being with dignity, direction, and purpose sent here to teach and learn. And you are the difference that the divine makes. God could not come today and God sent you in the life you just reviewed. What difference did God make? Well, I have hospice. Yeah. So when I get to the other side, look how selfish this is. <laughs> I'm not afraid. You know, people say, well, you know, what if people don't think you had a near-death experience? What do I care what people think? I have absolutely no interest. There is a near-death experience. I had three of the puppies. Right. I've seen hundreds, a uh, hundred and probably 15 people who've come back from it, and I observe them. But I've watched people. I have seen this happen. I watched my mother. At 34 years old, my mother had lupus and raynons. They had to cauterize her lungs, and they didn't have lasers, then they had torches. So they had to go in and burn her lungs, and she called me, and she said, Danny, don't let them hurt me anymore. And I said, well, Mom, what about Dad? She says, listen, Marion has come, and she was looking over my left shoulder. So I looked over my left shoulder, and I could clearly see a silhouette beautiful silhouette of a being shimmering there, and Mother was looking at her. Marion, when my mother was 16 years old, she was a basketball star in high school, and they were on a bus trip, and she had a 15-year-old sister named Marion. And because the big basketball stars did not want a little sister of somebody up sitting up at the front of the bus, Mother had to make Marion go to the back of the bus. Halfway down the bus, they hit a bump. Marion fell against the emergency door, fell out, and the back wheels ran over and killed her. Oh, my gosh. Now, if there's a God in heaven, or if that sucker's anywhere, who could God send that my mother would know it was safe to let go? Because my mother was one of those people that they could do anything to her because she didn't want to leave us and she didn't want to leave my dad. Mm. And my mother and father never went anywhere separate that that they didn't bring the other one back a present. Well, that's very sweet. 
I mean, I had the greatest mom and dad there was, but when Marion came to get her, all the stress of mother bearing that pain of what had happened, and I saw her. Wow. All right, I saw her. So you see, I don't really care what people think. They either believe or have some interest in the fact that they're immortal, divine, spiritual beings sent here on a mission, or they're not. But I have seen people come to get people. I've seen them talk to them. And out of 2008, I don't want to sound like I'm a know-it-all, but I am. That's okay. <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to impress anybody. I know, I, but I, you, you know what you know, yeah. But I have seen 18 times, and I questioned five of those then. Okay. I questioned because it might have been three in the morning. I got off work. I got the buzzer. Yeah. You know, I mean, I have like a really day job. I write books because that's how I support the Twilight Brigade. Right. And I can fund the Twilight Brigade, and I don't have to ask the government or anybody for money. Mm-hmm. I like for people to donate. Some people send me $2, and some, you know, just that they care about veterans. And yes. A country's greatness is determined by how it takes care of its veterans. Everybody needs to know as much about death and transition. Why? If you were born between 1940 and 1967, there's 76 million of us here. Yeah, I'm one. (laughs) If the average life expectancy of a male in the United States is 75.4 years and the average life expectancy of a woman is 81.2 years, that means that 55 million of us will leave America in the next 13 years. Wow. So people have to get ready. Yeah. They have to be knowledgeable of their death experience. They need to look at the Twilight Brigade training. Come join my world, everybody. We read Saved by the Light like so many. I'll never get over how many millions of people read that book all over the world. It's got to be mind-blowing. You can't even probably even get it. (laughs) Yeah, and and the letters I get and the kind of stuff that we get that people, I mean, it's life-changing and guys in prisons. And I I get letters from prisoners all the time because they play the movie. And I realize why they write me because all of a sudden they see somebody that deserved to burn in hell without any questions. And I didn't go. That means that they can change. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I have. Most of the, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your sentence. No, you there. go ahead. Oh, you're so sweet. I love how you call me Sand because those closest to me don't say Sand or they just say Sand. And I love it. Makes me feel good. Um, it's because you're a precious angel. But I'll tell you something. Yeah. In all these meals that you're cooking, you need to put a blessing on the table. I can do that. Something that they look at and see that just like it's a. Please be thankful. Yes. Every mouthful you eat once you bless it sets an intention. And as you eat it, then every time it begins to digest into the system, then it has been given a purpose and a direction and service and desire. And then it always tries to include everyone else. Oh. That's great. What, okay, so here's my last question, because this is something I really love about you, is you don't care about what people think. And I'm, and I think I'm not the only one, most of us are dealing with this little voice in our head that uh, is saying, be afraid of this, don't say this, you got to care about what people think. You have any, <laughs> you know, but I mean, it's really there. You know, I'm still uh, single. No, no, no. Here's what you do. Okay. You take yourself to lunch. Okay, I can do that. And you'll have a paper napkin. Uh-huh. From this day forth, everybody here carry a black ink pen. Okay. That writes black. Yeah. Everybody thinks, and it rolls around in their head. Mm-hmm. What you do is from the time you order your food to the time the waiter, the waitress brings it, you are in a state of grace. You take that black ink pen out and that white paper napkin, you draw a line down the center. On the left-hand side, you write what you want in a relationship. And on the right side, you write why you want it. And you make sure it's as divinely truthful as you can make it, Sam. Okay. Okay, because the universe does not care what you want. It only cares why you want it. Interesting. And because okay. the universe has a plan that unfolds universes. Uh-huh. 
And as that stream of consciousness picks up and it sees that your intention is make the world a better place, that I can build a business and a relationship with a person that inspires other people to create, not be slaves to the system, but to innovate and create and to find love and joy in what we create. It's what Catherine and I do. The universe doesn't care what you want. It cares why you want it. And if why you want it fits into the flow of the unfolding rule, they'll just give you what you want. They'll send 10 guys around, (laughs) you know, and then you have to call me up to help you pick out which is the right one. If you want a new car, let the intention be that you can deliver meals on wheels, that you can go and help people, that you can stop by a nursing home. And the next thing you know, how to get the car, how to do it happens. Because once you bring it into this reality in black and white, Sam, most people just think it and worry and what other people think. I don't give a crap what people think. And I support them in their belief system, but it has no effect on me whatsoever. You're so funny. You can check out Danyan at thetwilightbrigade.com or the movie Saved by the Light or the book Saved by the Light. I'm Sandra Champlain. You've been listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And if you like this episode of Shades of the Afterlife, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.